0: All right. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, all of you who uh, took part in that. That was a real blessing, right? Very good. Very good. Such an encouraging lesson. And uh, if you missed some of it, they are going to do that off Broadway. Fifty dollars <laughs> a seat. So you really, you really, uh, you really blessed there. Okay. And I appreciate Dominic uh, leading the team there, the drama team, and uh, Becky helping. All the music and all the help from everybody. Really appreciate that. We're going to look at Matthew one together. Matthew one. Normally, preach a paragraph or a, a sentence. Today, just one word. Okay, so so don't get antsy. Uh, it won't be too long. We'll to look at Matthew uh, chapter one and a few uh, verses here, but. Uh, one verse primarily, Matthew 123. Matthew one twenty three. In fact, why don't we read this out loud together and we'll pray, and then we'll just look at the, the last three words, uh, which is Emmanuel. Okay. Could you read this with me? Could you read it out loud together. Uh, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which translated means God with us. God with us. That's an important, important word. Uh, God's greatest gift that we all need to make sure we've received. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the gift of Emmanuel, uh, for uh, your gift to us in that way. Lord, we know that none of us deserve that. And, and we all would sing, Lord, what can we give back to you? Uh, we give you our faith heart of faith, our heart of repentance, and pray that you would uh, use us individually um, as you use um, children, uh, teens, adults, Lord, use each of us for your glory. We ask for your blessing on this word, Uh, this word, Emmanuel, help us to understand it very clearly and to be changed because of it, Uh, Lord, that the the truth of Emmanuel... (coughs) would ring uh, true to our hearts, uh, to each person here. Uh, and we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name, amen. Well, how many of you are done your gift buying? Anybody completely done? You say, I don't have any more gifts to buy. A few of you, good. Actually, one of you. <laughs> All right, good. Um, it's it's interesting The commercials that come out uh, with the things that people suggest for you to buy, I don't know that the history of gift giving, has anyone ever been able to buy his and hers luxury Lexuses, but for some reason the commercials say that people do that, right? $80,000, $80,000, $160,000, yeah, I can do that, let's do that for stocking stuffers. Um, But that's what you're supposed to think. Maybe couples would think better uh, this way, uh, giving something perhaps even more important, uh, and that is giving our time, right? Uh, Our time, our attention. And there may be couples that are ready to give the $80,000, but what about 80 minutes in the week, right? That would be a good lesson for all of us because really the greatest gift uh, for one another uh, is right here. We're giving to one another our time, The greatest gift couples can give to one another is their time. And as we find out in this word, Emmanuel, the greatest gift that God gives to us is himself, his time, and himself. Emmanuel, God with us. And I think that ties into our play today. He offers this to you. Uh, He gives to you his most precious possession. And do you have it? Do you have it? Uh, So let's take a minute to jump in here. Uh, Emmanuel is God with us, God with us. And you know Hebrew goes from uh, right to left, right to left, right, right to left. Uh, so we have, uh, here, is, here is Emmanuel, nim is uh, with, nu would be the us, and then el, uh, Emmanuel, um, God with us. We're going to read it the other way, Emmanuel. We're going to take each one of those phrases, those words, and just take a minute with it. God with us. God with us. Is God with you today? A couple introductory thoughts. When we think about Emmanuel, we think of God with us. Um, A miraculous context. A miraculous context. And then a miraculous verse. The miraculous context here would be the birth of Jesus. Um, Now the birth of Jesus was in this way. Uh, The birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of whom? The Holy Spirit. We have a miraculous birth in this context, in the surrounding verses. Something miraculous is going on. Joseph, don't fear. Mary is with child. She's pregnant because of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The name Jesus means he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what, the, what was spoken by the Lord. That's important. The Lord spoke through the prophet Isaiah, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and you. She will bear a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. That's our verse. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary as his wife. And so we go from this miraculous context where a lady who has never known a man, she's a virgin, conceives. And and you, you think about marriage relationships and trying to adjust to a new person, uh, that's, that's difficult. Uh, but here is even more to go, adjusting to this news of you're expecting. And, and she's never been with Joseph. In fact, they're just a spouse, legally married, but kind of like are engaged. But they're not yet married. A miraculous situation. But there is a miraculous verse here. Because just as the Holy Spirit comes upon I, uh, Mary... And you have the living word um, in pregnancy. Uh, Here we have the Holy Spirit comes upon Isaiah. And you have an amazing word uh, as well of prophecy. Look, now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord. So in this verse, you actually have a a miraculous, supernatural prophecy. He is quoting here. Uh, In your Bible, you may have quotation marks. Maybe it's... In my Bible, it's all caps there, verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall be with child. And so the author is, uh, actually the printers are trying to tell us, this is a quote, and it's, it's a miraculous quote because it was written 700 years ago. 700 years before this happened, God said that, that this would happen. So this is miraculous, this supernatural word, that there would be a virgin who gives birth to someone who they are going to call God with us. So let's look at that word, okay? We're going to just take a moment with each of these components of that word, Emmanuel. God, um, the greatest person, the greatest person. God, this one is God, this one born is God. Yes, that's what he's saying. We think of God, maybe, I don't know, what comes to your mind different things, uh, what would come to their mind, we should understand and read it into the text. They, they would not be thinking of a force, an impersonal force, uh, the idea of godhood. Uh, they would not just have an ideal. This. They would be thinking of a personality, someone with personality, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that they read about all over the Tanakh. This is their term, God. It's the general term, God, El, El, in your Bible. God. We could put into that idea, infinite God. Because this is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is forever past, forever future. Uh, The psalmist puts it this way, Great is the Lord and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Yes, he's great. There's a lot of great people But one person's greatness, like you keep searching it out, you keep searching it out, and you never get to the end of it. That is the infinite nature of our God. This is a personal God, but he's infinite. Unfathomable is another word. You can keep going down, 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 and you never get to the bottom of the greatness of our God. This is God. God magnificent person a unique union God but behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel God with us this is unique there is in this union someone born who is Mary's son he's human he's fully human But that one that is born as Mary's son is called what? God. The one born of Mary is a son of man. The one born of Mary is a son of God. Completely God. Fully God. We would say a divine nature. And fully man. A human nature. In the one Jesus. Alright. Anyone want to throw out a fancy theological term with this call? You get 100% for the day if you, if you know it begins with an H. Hey! Oh, Jamal, You get 100%, bro. <laughs> Hypostatic union. For all of you, which is all of you who love theology. Um, there, there is in this... In this... Person Jesus, fully God, fully man. That's why the verse is able to say, "Unto Mary is born one who is called God. He is El. He is God with us. You see the significance of that. It's amazing. This is unique. This is God with us. This is Emmanuel. There is there then this." incarnation. Uh, God himself uh, comes down and he is living with us. We could picture it this way, a ladder. Uh, God comes down and dwells with us. Um, Next big idea, with. This is a comforting preposition, a greatest person comforting preposition. He is with us. He is with us. God is with you. Well, that's impossible in one sense. Humanly speaking, we would say, that's impossible. This with is an impossible preposition. If we know who God is. Because you, you understand, right? We're going through this Genesis uh, worldview, beginning this, and right, this is a theme that we continue to recover constantly in the Bible. Right? Why were they cast out of the garden? Because of sin, because of lawlessness, because God cannot dwell with iniquity. Because God is holy, and we looked at that last week. God is holy, separate from sin, and so he can't dwell with humanity. So with is impossible in one sense, if we understand the guy who is, the God who is holy, above, transcendent. But it does say with. So this implies what is also true in his name, as Matthew gives us these names. And that is that this is salvation. Salvation. That this is Jesus, right? In in the verse just above that, he will be called Jesus or call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. He's going to blot out. He's going to forgive. He's going to make access back to God. This is Jesus. This is what he came to do. Right? It doesn't end in the manger. He's going to live a perfect life for you. He's going to die a sacrificial death for you, and he's going to raise from the grave, showing that it was sufficient. It is finished. It is done. Salvation is earned, not by us, but by Jesus. And so, this idea of incarnation is actually the idea of salvation. We couldn't jump high enough to God. He had to do something else. We broke it. We became alienated. We chose to go our own way. And all of us from that beginning time have chosen to go our own way. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have all broken his laws. There's violence. There's hatred. This time of year, there's a whole lot of covetousness. These are ten commandments, right? These aren't the minor things. Those are like ten big ones. And all of you have broken that probably this week. Lawlessness, one, this is our God, one little sin of take of the fruit and cast out from his presence. It doesn't take a bunch of sin, one sin, and you've broken them all. You've broken them all. Lawless. I am lawless. And so Jesus had to come and take upon himself the penalty for all that law-breaking. And so he could be called Jesus, Jehovah Saves. And then he could be called God with us. That's how Emmanuel is possible, because God came to bring us back to Himself. And so, in closing, here is the last, the last idea: with us, us, a personal application. All right, us, yes, means them. You read this, and and, and you know Matthew's telling this story. He walked with Jesus. This is the first-hand account. He knew Jesus personally. He spent time with Jesus. They slept on the hillside together. So, of course, he can say that. God is with us. Emmanuel, I lived with him. So, us is them in that sense, right? So, they could say that. But you know what? Us is us. Because this is not just talking about Matthew and those early disciples. This is a truth that carries throughout the whole Bible. In fact, you look at the last verses of Matthew 28. What does it say? Go into all the nations. Make disciples of all the nations. Right? Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe that I have commanded you. And lo, the last words of Matthew. I am with you until the end of the year. Jesus is still with us. Right now. And he's honored even by us singing about him and worshiping him together. And so this is true today for you, if you will appropriate this. Um, Is this true for you? The gift is given. The homeless person has come, given up his home, offered you the gift. Have you been skeptical about it? Have you thought of it as a fairy tale? Have you been too busy for him? Or can you say, today, God is with us. God is with me in Jesus. Jesus is my Savior. He has welcomed me back to his home. And I meet with him each day. Is the question, is God with you? Is God with you? It's because of Jesus, if he is. He has earned your favor And if it's true of you, then you can say, God is with me. And this is a comforting thought in difficult times. God is with us in sickness. God is with us in natural disasters. God is with us in loneliness. God is with us in breakups. God is with us in divorces. God is with us in financial pressures. God is with us. And you can say, no matter what comes this week... Right? Sometimes Christmas is a very sad time. Right? We've been praying for many families right now who are very difficult times because of lost loved ones. God is with you in that sorrow. Think of Jesus. Think of the Father Right, estranged from the Son for our salvation. God is with us in that as well. God is with you and he longs to commune with you, to meet with you today because of the forgiveness of sins. And so I would encourage you to receive that Teresa, on the day she was divorced, sat at a red light, crying, emotional. Husband had left her. I got to go in and teach. She had to finish up her commitments for the day. Red light stays. She looks over and she's a, a red rose. No idea where it came from. Picks it up and looks at it red, white still, so she looks at the note. note says, nothing from anyone. No florist, no name from, but it says, I love you. You're special to me. God is with us in our sorrow. Teresa took that as from God. He's going to continue to minister, continue to minister in her sorrow. She took that She went to Albania and served in the remotest villages for over a dozen years, telling people about Jesus, Uh, often widows and orphans uh, who also had been cast out, telling them of the Rose of Sharon, who is with us no matter what, when all the world forsakes you, when all your family forsakes you because of Christ, he is with you. He is with us today maybe you've never experienced the closeness of God Um, it is the most precious possession you will ever be given and it's just sitting there like a Christmas story that you were told as a kid never appropriated let me welcome you to the family let me encourage you to take Jesus as true not as just a thing that kids sing about but it's true this is true God loves you And he sent his son to die for you, to give you eternal life, to be with you in good times and in bad. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Let's talk to the Lord about this. The offer is yours. You can refuse it or receive it. I would encourage you right now, if you're going through a hard time, to embrace the truth of God with us. But Maybe you've never appropriated this for the first time. Then would you come to the Savior and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me, for giving me eternal life. I believe it's true. Turn to you. Save me from the penalty that I deserve because of my lawlessness. Grant to me eternal life and the privilege, the gift of God with us. Take a moment of quiet. I'll be standing in the back lobby if you'd like to pray with someone, but let's all pray. In a moment, Pastor Andrew will close us, leading us in prayer.